Rashana Perik Gimel Mishnah Zion three seven. The first part of our Mishnah makes the point that when one hears the shofar, he has to hear the shofar itself, and not an echo of the shofar. And certainly, nowadays, a recording of the shofar etc. would not be acceptable. The Mishnah says Hatokel l'socha bor l'socha dus l'socha pitas. If a person is blowing the shofar into a pit in the ground, like a water cistern or a dus, which is an above-ground cistern, or a pitas, which is like a large earthenware container. Im kol shofar shama, if the actual sound of the shofar emanating from the shofar directly is heard, yatsa, then the person listening is yoti his obligation. V'im kol havara shama, however, if he hears just the echo, or even a combination of echo and actual original shofar sound in a way that he can't discern the shofar sound all to itself, then he will not be Yotzi. Just a couple side points here. Um, the word letoch would mean into. So that would suggest hatokeh letoch habor means that the bal tokeh, the person blowing the shofar, is on the outside of the pit, and the person listening is on the inside of the pit. Um, other girsos, um, including what's got in the shul- we got in the Shulchan Aruch, is betoch within the pit. So the person standing inside the pit, um, but the principle would be the same either way, ostensibly. Um, the suggestion here, what's going on in terms of the backstory of the Mishnah is that during times of persecution, they didn't, the Jews didn't feel comfortable blowing the shofar out in the open, and therefore they concealed themselves inside pits, cisterns, etc., and there they would blow the shofar. Okay. Um, at all events, the... the... Um, the halacha is, like we said, that you have to be able to hear the sound directly from the shofar as opposed to an echo. So that means if you're standing, let's say, in an open field or between two mountains and you hear an echo also, that's not a problem because you clearly heard the sound of the shofar. But if you're standing in a confined space, like by the edge of a pit, and there's an echo that's commingling with the shofar sound so you can't discern the shofar sound purely, uh, then you would not be yotzi. V'chein, says the Mishnah. And similarly, now this v'chein is a bit of a dubious v'chein. In fact, in the Gemara, it doesn't exist at all. V'chein would suggest that the principle we're about to say is really the same as the previous principle, um, and that is, like I said, questionable, but either way. Mishahaya over achure beis If a person were passing behind the back of a shul, oshaya beiso samuch lebeis or his house just abuts the shul. So in his bedroom, he can hear what's happening inside the shul. Vishama kol shofar, okomagila, and he hears what's going on inside the shul. And what he hears is the shofar being blown, and it's Rosh Hashanah. Or for argument's sake, he hears the Megillah being read, and it's Purim. So then, im kiven libo, if he has in mind to be Yotzi, and I'll explain this Mishnah first, like the Bartanur does, based on what is the halacha, which is that a person needs to mitzvah strichos kavanas from the lecharchila for Doraes you need to have intention to be fulfilling a mitzvah and that kavana that one needs to have is that he's doing a mitzvah per se um, meaning in the case of the shofar he has to have in mind that today is Rosh Hashanah and there's a mitzvah here shofar and that's what I'm doing now that would be the kivan libo that we're talking about here according to the Bar Um meaning let me just clarify hypothetically if a person were you know he thought tomorrow's Rosh Hashanah but he, is a, he has a discerning ear for the shofar. And he's listening to this baltokeh to hear just how good he is. And he's listening very carefully to every blast and hearing it perfectly and saying, oh, you know, this guy's doing a fantastic job of blowing the shofar. 
tomorrow. I look forward to hearing him, whatever the story is. Um, so that person, since he didn't have in mind that he's doing a mitzvah now, he thought the mitzvah won't be until tomorrow, so he won't be Yotzi, even though he heard every note perfectly. But he won't be Yotzi. Um, that's what Mishnah is saying here. Even Kivan Libo Yatza, if he has intention to be fulfilling a mitzvah, then he'll be Yotzi, he'll fulfill his mitzvah. Vi'im Lav Lo Yatza, and if he is not having that intention, he won't be Yotzi. Meaning, that if you had two guys hearing the exact same thing in the exact same place, both standing behind the shul, one thinks it's a practice session, he'll be hearing shofar tomorrow, and one thinks today's Roshan, this, this is a big chance to do his mitzvah. So then, even though both guys heard the exact same sound in the exact same place at the exact same time, the guy who is Yotzi, he had intention to be Yotzi. He thought today's Rosh Hashanah, I'm doing a mitzvah. And the guy who's not Yotzi is the other guy's listening. He's listening very intently, but he's not, he's not uh, having a mind to fulfill a mitzvah because he thinks it's not time to do a mitzvah today. That'll be tomorrow. He won't be Yotzi. Now, there is a persistent machlokas that's found throughout Shas of whether mitzvos trichos kavana, if one needs to in fact have kavana when doing a mitzvah, and the bartender goes, like I said, the lacha lachachila for the raisa, for sure you have to have kavana when you're doing a mitzvah. And um, as I explained, but the approach that mitzvahs don't need kavana would mean that since there's a commandment, Hashem says, I want you to, let's say, hear a shofar, and as, as I've been explaining throughout the whole, the whole parak now, that we're the halacha is like the Rambam, that the mitzvah is, is lishmoa kol shofar to hear the sound of a shofar, and that's what you're having in mind for. This mission actually being a strong ride to that shita. There is, there are other rishonim at the forefront of them, Rabbeinu Tam, who hold the mitzvah is actually the tekiah of the shofar, the, the blasting of the shofar, as opposed to the hearing of it. Um, and the rosh points out that this mission seems to militate against that shita. In any case. Putting that aside, um, if the mitzvah is to hear the shofar, so if we say that mitzvahs don't need kavana, what we mean is that the person doesn't need to have in mind today is Rosh Hashanah doing a mitzvah. God said hear a shofar, and he's hearing a shofar, so he ticks the box. Who cares what he was thinking? He did what God said to do, even if he did it sort of unwittingly. Why should kavana make a difference? That's what the mitzvahs don't need kavana shita holds. But in our Mishnah, of course, if it's a mechlokos amarayim, all the amarayim need to learn to have an acceptable internally consistent approach to the Mishnahis. So they will learn the Pshana Mishnah is, when we say Kiv and Libo, we mean he pays attention to make sure that he's hearing a shofar blast as opposed to the echo or a donkey braying or something like that, where he hears a noise, but he didn't know that it was a shofar, didn't, he wasn't sure it was a shofar, so therefore he can't be Yeltsi. Now an important point to make here is that the Mishnah very deftly avoided an issue which is that if a person is going to be uh, Yotzi and hearing someone else blowing the shofar, not only does the listener need to have kavana, but also the person doing the blowing has to have kavana to be motzi, the person listening. They both need to have a meeting of the minds of what's happening here. Now, in the case of the Mishnah, we say that the person listening was behind a uh, base Knesset. Obviously, the person who's blowing in the shul has a mind for all the people who are listening to be Yotzi, to fill her obligation. Um, that wouldn't necessarily be true in other scenarios. In other words, for example, if the case isn't that your house abuts the shul and you're just listening in, but rather, let's say, your neighbor is sick in bed and someone can't blow shofar for him. So if you happen to be listening and you even have in mind to be Yotzi, you probably are not Yotzi because bet 
safe bet is that the person blowing the shofar in your neighbor's house is having in mind specifically the old man in the bed who's listening and not you. And therefore, you would not be guilty. But the case of the Mishnah is that the person doing the blowing, or in the case of the Megillah, doing the reading of the Megillah, has a mind, I'm being motzi, whoever's listening. And therefore, it would work. Now, as far as the mechanism of being motzi someone else, how it works, and that I'm going to save to explain in the next Mishnah.